Hi, I'm Dixon Jones, and this is SEO in 2023. Dixon, what is your number one SEO tip for 2023? So I don't know if this is number one, but I thought I'd go, you know, crystal ball gazing. And my my logic is that um, I've started to see quite a lot more virtual reality, uh, augmented reality kind of apps and things around. Uh, And so I think my tip for 2023 is using, start thinking about how you might optimize for augmented reality, which is no doubt going to give me more questions than I've given you answers. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think what people would define as augmented reality to begin with, because um, I remember playing Pokemon Go a couple of years ago. Is that augmented reality? Yeah, well, actually, yeah, that is augmented reality, but, uh, but not particularly good for SEO, although I'm sure you could have gone to Pokemon and got a special Pokemon-sponsored, you know, majestic Pokemon running around. Um, that's a, that's, you know, that might be a way to optimize for Pokemon, but, uh, but augmented, augmented reality is really using a device, whether it's a pair of glasses or whether it's your phone, at the moment it's more likely to be your phone, to look at a location literally through the camera lens and and then having more information literally augmented onto that whether it's you know a pokemon go or my brother-in-law does some stuff down at the um at the eden project where you know you can put something look at a, a plant and it will tell you the you know the the characteristics of the plant and that kind yep. of thing now that's that's clearly programmed so they he obviously has to build all of that that stuff specifically like into google an app yeah, but 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 Google Lens, of course, is coming out with huge amounts of new information about uh, about ideas and things that you're looking at, um, and they're not going to be relying on you using an, an app uh, necessarily. You're going to have a Google Lens or a Google Glass or an Apple phone or whatever, and you're going to be looking at something, and you're going to want to be able to get more about it. So, uh, for example, you know, you get yourself, you know, you're going past Wembley Stadium, and then you start to, see, you know, you say, well, I wonder what's going to be on at Wembley Stadium next. next week uh and uh using you know augmented reality you can just point your uh, point your camera at wembley stadium and it will come up with maybe the schedules of what's coming and what events are coming on in the future these kind of ideas and i think that very much is an seo thing for us to think about um and we don't have to go too many miles off of our you know our natural world to be able to do that so it's a we we can do some uh, well one one very specific um, piece of SEO now that I think will, you know, have a an effect when you know when augmented reality becomes more the norm than it is today, and that's uh, and that's uh, location schema. So um, we use location schema, or some some people use location schema just to sort of you know point out where you are and things. But there's a lot of things that can go into a location schema that we could be using for certain types of businesses. Obviously, if you're uh, if you're not a um, if you're a virtual business like you know uh, Majestic or Inlinks, it's not quite so appropriate. But if you're a, a restaurant, for example, then absolutely there's something that you can do there because you know there is a you know there's the location property in, in schema, uh, and then you know a sub property of that is food establishment, for example. So you can then give uh, give a search engine a lot more information about your food exchange, uh, uh, your food, uh, your sorry, your food 
you know, your types of food and that kind of thing. But then also connected to that is exactly where you are. So, uh, so that would allow a augmented reality, um, system to piece together the, uh, the, you know, the location, the restaurant itself and the kind of food it serves or when it's going to have a food festival or, you know, or, or a, when it, when, when a sports event is going to be on. Uh, so I think there's a huge amount that could be done. Um, and, augmented reality could then you know soak up that schema and really use it within its you know within its its google lens as you called it but it wouldn't necessarily just be google lens because i reckon uh, there's uh, this stuff coming out i mean is it um oculus have been uh talking about on their on their web page uh so oculus is that big headset and you're in a virtual virtual world so it's more virtual reality than augmented reality but they've uh, they've got um, a talk of Ray-Ban doing a deal with Ray-Ban all on their, their their website, for example. Now that suggests to me that there's going to be a Ray-Bans coming out. Ray-Bans coming out that will have you know uh, some kind of augmented reality within within a pair of glasses. And if it's not Ray-Ban, it's going to be one of the other you know proper you know uh, glass uh, glasses manufacturers. Um, or, or just Google Glass, because they've been talking about coming out with a new version of Google Google Glass as well. So, um, so I, I, I think uh, whilst I've gone for something that's pie in the sky, um, I think there's some real things that we can do as SEOs now. Yeah, obviously you're talking about MetaQuest there, um, uh, which is part of the um, company by uh, Oculus, um, owned by Meta now. I think what I really take from what you're saying there is there are going to be new technologies come down the line in the future. And what you need to make sure is that your website is marked up in a way that makes it very easy for search engines, discovery bots, whatever they are, to discover and determine exactly what it is you are, what it is you do, and make them confident that they should be including your data within whatever consumers actually uh, find out content um, um, on their devices. Yeah, and it's 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 not and it's not just your website. It's the elements within your website as well. So you know your photographs, your um, videos, whatever they may be. I think you know, or, or you know, your recipes, or uh, all sorts of all sorts of things. There are so many types of schema out there that are you know built out to help different industries define. Um, different things about themselves with the view to some machine somewhere using that in some kind of database to help um, help filter through, you know, any particular industry or any particular product or any particular type of video or any, you know, any particular thing. Um, and I think that we haven't even scratched the surface of schema. I think there's a lot of things coming on that are trying to automate your schema um, for you. Um, uh, and that's that's absolutely fine, but uh, those things are not necessarily thinking about tomorrow's technologies. What they tend to do, if they're automated, is do the easy stuff. So, who wrote this piece of content, mm. or you know, what's the organisation that owns the intellectual property for this this website? These kind of things, things that can propagate across the whole the whole website. Um, video schema is completely useless unless you've got a video on the page. It also turns out to be useless if you've got two videos on the page, um, because you know it doesn't you know it's it's not clear which video mm -hmm. you're applying that schema to. Um, so. Understanding the schema is, is all a bit murky for, for SEO sometimes. Um, but, 
I think digging in and thinking about a few things uh, can get you a long way. And it certainly isn't going to do you any harm as long as, and this is the big thing that people seem to go go wrong with i've seen people um trying to use schema as uh schema stuffing sort of as a, as a new kind of keyword mm-hmm. stuffing so i've been sitting say, there and saying right this page is about china and england and wales and scotland and you know and all these things and it's also about you know travel and it's about you know planes and airfares and prices and things like that. you know nothing is about all these things um so you need to be laser targeted um, if you're going to benefit, because it's not always going to be, you know, people going to google.com to find this information. It could well be Google, you know, somebody holding up an Android phone, pointing it at your shop and wondering what the reviews are. And that's, that's already there. So you can point, point a, a phone at a shop, have a look at it, pick up the reviews, but, but that'll be embedded more into augmented reality for sure. Um, and, uh, and on top of that, you can, um, you know, you know, uh, think about that kind of stuff and start to use um you know uh, uh, potentially promotions in, within schema if you're careful but uh I, I would say you know what you can do is is help a user um really decide where, where what they want to do where they want to go and make sure that the right customers come into your into your establishment not necessarily more customers is there the ever ones. a commercial website that doesn't have to have schema or should there be schema on every single commercial website? Um, no, no, no website has to have schema. I think this is, um, you know, uh, no, no. But would it assist every website? Uh, some basic things assist every website, although um, a search engine is is able to glean some of the things uh, just naturally. Um, so I, I don't think that saying your website is about um, is about uh, I don't know airfares. It doesn't necessarily make your website more about airfares than the next website. It just clarifies, you know, that that, um, that information. But if you're starting to um, uh, really talk about things in a location-based setting, you're the only Chinese takeaway around the corner. So you know, as as, as somebody's looking around at a bunch of bunch of restaurants and they want Chinese, you know, they can just you know potentially just. Uh, wander their camera look at their camera around and, and see which one or if they want to uh you know have a look at you know what's on at the theater you know uh, it saves them having to go and have a look at an old poster that's two months out of date because you didn't change the poster outside because you've got the schedule of events built into the schema and and that they don't you know you save on pace uh, on 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 Postage oh, on posters and printing, uh, they save on um, the time it takes to find that information, um, and they very quickly decide whether they want to uh, want to go and see the show or not. I, I think um, there's a lot to be said for thinking about how augmented reality is going to propagate, and then anyway thinking about the schema that will help um, things like uh, augmented reality to. Uh, to clarify your business. I mean, I, I heard that, you know, Google My Business is going away, for example. Uh, and I think that that's, well, that's in a way sad, but in another way, all of that information can be embedded straight into your schema anyway. So, uh, so they don't necessarily need a separate Google My Business, um, sort of portal, if you like, if you properly use schema. And that would certainly be something that would then get embedded into, uh, into, you know, 
into a, a, a lens when somebody is looking at your your establishment. Is schema a set it and forget it thing, or is it something that you need to check every quarter or so just to see if there are any new schemas that have, have, have come um, become available? Well, it depends very much on the schema that you're using. If you're talking about um, products and pricing, for example, a, it's a product schema, it's got the pricing of your product in there. As soon as your product changes, your pricing should change. In there. Well, sorry, as your pricing change, your schema should change to reflect that. It's the same schema, but just different variables in there. Um, same with events, of course. You know, what's what's on tomorrow changes every day. Um, so, so some things, it's not so much that the underlying schema schema changes but the actual data it needs to be populated with um, may need to be much more dynamic as you move forward um, uh, there are other schemas that are you know going to be much more static you know the name of your organization you know registered address those kind of things personal names those things don't necessarily change um, they do over a long period of time but uh, but 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 not over a short period of time yes there is schema is a very living uh, schema.org is a very living kind of document it's it's um it's also open so there's loads and loads of uh, people editing the the schema and coming up with new types of schema sometimes pretty weird and wacky stuff that uh, that that um is it's going to take some time to be um, recognized by a large search engine. Um, but uh, other stuff is, is, is very obvious and ubiquitous. And so just going through and using what you can, I think is, uh, is a valuable thing to do. And, and there's, there's tools to do that. You know, schema app is one, um, there's a WP schema, I think is out there. You know, there's, there's other things that will do it to help you sort of, Wizzy, wizzy wig it if you like um but i think what is happening at the moment is seos are really just doing you know schema set it up for the home page of your website that'll be fine off you go or it's on every single page because every single page is about the same thing and owned by the same company and i think that's uh, that's that's i'm not, not saying don't do that but i think that's really just hitting you know it's, it's just a, a big a big mallet to uh to you know hitting a very finely tuned pin really uh, and each page could be crafted in the same way that people craft content you could be crafting the schema around that as well so you've shared what seo should be doing in 2023 in order to to plan to to have their web pages better positioned for for future years as well but let, let's now talk about what seos shouldn't be doing so this could be anything um seo related not necessarily schema not necessarily augmented reality but what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive, something that SEOs shouldn't be doing in 2023? Well, a pet favorite of mine, and that's partly because of my, you know, one of, you know some of the hats I wear is, is um, that people shouldn't be just trying to get more visitors uh, around, particularly around a keyword. So I think soon, come 2023, hopefully, if my world is, uh, is, is, uh, ever you know foretold people will stop using keyword search query volume to try and work out their keyword marketing strategy because uh, the 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 number of people that type in a particular keyword n often doesn't bear any relation to the number of people that are specifically interested in buying your product and I use on on presentations the example of you know horseshoes. Um, you know, most of the time when somebody types in a horseshoe, they're actually looking for a pub called the horseshoe 
or Horseshoe Falls or a place with the word horseshoe in it. Very few are actually, you know, looking for a farrier. Mm. Um, and so, uh, so there is a, a massive, uh, contextual difference between, you know, people, the number of people that type in the word horseshoe and the number of people that are looking to make a horseshoe for a horse. Um, they, in fact, they're, you know, uh, according to the knowledge graph, more likely to be uh, looking for the game horseshoes, which is throwing three horseshoes in a sort of dart-like game against a pole. So um, so this, this idea of using keyword research to plan your keyword strategy without context is a problem. SEOs have been using things like using saying saying that user intent is all about um is all about um things like whether a website is transactional navigational um, commercial or, or you know a few a few five kind of four or five ideas um but it's not you've got you unless you've got the verb that somebody's typed in you haven't got any kind of idea you know uh if if somebody if somebody is trying to if somebody types in house it's very different. Their intent is very different if they're typing buy a house uh, than yeah. if they decorate a house or if they look at a house or they, if they sell a house. These are all extremely different ideas. Um, and they could well be typing in looking for a mortgage, which is also very, very semantically close to, you know, looking for something about a house. But they're very, very different ideas. Um, and, uh, and I think that we need to get away from just getting a list of keywords and the search volume last month in a country of your choice, but probably not necessarily the country that you're actually operating in. Uh, and, uh, and then using that to um, plan your, your world. Life has got to be a little bit more about answering the full query of the user. Much food for thought. Dixon Jones is CEO of Inlinks and a brand ambassador for Majestic. And you can find him over at DixonJones.com. Dixon, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2023. Thank you. Get your copy of SEO in 2023, the book, over at seoin2023.com. 